Welcome to this week's presentation with Scott Toole. We are thrilled to have you joining us as we gain insight from God's Word. Now, speaking from Rosedale Baptist Church in Baltimore, Maryland, here's Pastor Toole. And we sure are glad that you're a part of Rosedale, the place you can call home. And of course, we're in Ephesians chapter 4, if you'll turn there, uh, Ephesians chapter number 4. Uh, and if you had a choice between making today or making next week, uh, you do not want to miss next week. Uh, and if you can only go to one, uh, I'm going to pray in a minute. You can slip out and then come back next week. But uh, everybody wants to be here next. Can't wait for next Sunday morning. Uh, and, and today we're, we're going through this passage, the next passage, uh, talking about numbers, numbers, uh, the numbers uh, of the ministry. And someone might, oh, yeah, yeah, big churches are all about numbers. Uh, well, well, it depends what numbers you're talking about. If you're talking about just having a big attendance or, or church growth, we've never been about those numbers. Uh, growth has never been the goal. God, God has always been the goal. Uh, and so the first one that I want you to write down, first one, number in ministry, write it down, number one, one, one. The first amount in ministry is, is one. Now, uh, we've talked a lot about how we want to reach the next one. We want to bless the next one. We want to love on and be an encouragement to that next one that comes in. Uh, but this number one is different than that. Look at verse number, verse number four. There is one body and one spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God. Did anybody count how many times the number one was used? Seven times. Uh, seven times. Uh, that that uh, number that God puts in uh, there, uh, that one, uh, it's talking about our, our oneness, our, our oneness or our, our unity. Uh, this morning we're kind of looking under the hood, the engine of uh, what makes Rosedale run. Uh, not so much the paint job and uh, cars with great paint jobs if the engine's wrong. Uh, not so much the frame, the body work that's been done to it, but we're lifting the hood and looking uh, in with the owner's manual in hand, uh, and the first number he gives is, is one. Uh, by the way, I think that's why verse 3 says, uh, endeavoring to keep the unity, the oneness, uh, endeavoring to keep the unity, the spirit, and the bond of peace. Uh, a spiritual church has a oneness, one body, uh, one spirit, one hope, one Lord, one faith, one uh, baptism, one God. Uh, and by way of review, we're all citizens of that one, that, that one country, heaven. Uh, we're all siblings of that, that one, that one family, God's. That we're all stones in that, that one, that, that, that one facility, God's kingdom. And uh, we're all members of that one, that, that one body. Uh, and we're going to go back to that over and over again. One body, one body. Uh, he's talking about the church. Uh, and a few practical things to write down if you want to fill in the blanks. Put down uh, underneath one, one. Put down first, every one, every one adds to it. Every one adds to it. What you do in the body of Christ is important. Uh, your place, uh, your gifting, your, your, your ability uh, is important. Uh, every citizen adds to that one nation. Every sibling adds to that uh, one family. Every living stone adds to that, that one facility. Every member adds to that, that one church body. It's one body. Uh, we see it in 1 Corinthians chapter number 12, and it talks about the analogy again. The church is a body. The church is a body. Uh, talking about the head of the body, Christ. 
uh, in chapter 2, but the church, the body. 1 Corinthians 12 says, For the body is not just one member, but many. But many. If the foot shall say, because I'm not the hand. Now circle that in your mind. Foot, hand, foot, hand, hand, foot. Uh, if the foot shall say, because I'm not the hand, uh, I'm not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? Uh, and you're going to see those two members of the body uh, again uh, and again. Uh, verse 18, God set m the members, uh, every one of them in the body, in the body, one body, foot, hand, in that body, as it hath pleased him. Uh, and the eye cannot say unto the hand, the hand I have no need of thee, nor again the head, uh, the foot, the foot, uh, I have no need of thee. Uh, nay, much more those members of the body which seem to be more feeble, uh, unnecessary, are necessary. Uh, that there should be no schism in the body, uh, but that the members should have the same care, one uh, of another, every one. One uh, adds to it, you're important to God's plan. Uh, you're needed in God's body. Uh, you're, you're necessary for, for God's church. Uh, and you'll see sometimes a pastor that's uh, just kind of an old school, rough and tumble pastor say, hey, you want to know how important you are to the church? Stick your hand in a bucket of water and then pull your hand out of the bucket of water. And uh, that hole that you leave, when you leave that bucket of water, that's how, hey, that may be true for a bucket of water. That's not true for God's church. Hey, you're needed, and when you're not here, it's felt. You're important, and when you're not functioning in the body of Christ, it's realized, and so everyone, everyone adds to it. Put down secondly, underneath one, first number one, anyone can take from it. Anyone can take from it. It was one woman, Jezebel, Revelation 2, in the church of Thyatira that brought God's rebuke to that church. It was one man, Achan, in Joshua chapter 7, uh, one man's sin uh, that caused a nation to be defeated and for lives to be lost. It was one woman, Miriam, uh, in Numbers chapter 12, her envy that put the brakes on uh, a nation's progress uh, and caused them to be stagnant for seven days. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, one sinner, one, one, one sinner destroyeth much good. And, and so on the one side, Everyone, everyone uh, adds to it, but then on the flip side, anyone can take from it. Anyone. Uh, it's one Sunday school teacher that gets bitter that can disrupt. It's, it's one assistant pastor that uh, has jealousy that can cause harm. Anyone can take from it. But then put down number three also, no one is more important than it. Uh, no one. First number, we're looking under the hood. Uh, what makes this, this, this uh, uh, church, Rosedale, uh, run? Uh, and the first number that God, the owner's manual, we're looking at it. One, one. It's all about one. Uh, oneness. Uh, everyone adds to it. Uh, uh, anyone can take from it. Uh, no one is more important than it. That's why verse 3 says, endeavoring to keep the oneness or the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. Look at verse number 6. One God and one Father, one God and Father of all and above all and through all and in you all. Uh, the body, the body. Where 1 Corinthians talks hand, foot, needed to the body, important to the body, hand, foot. Uh, in Matthew 18, it gives the flip side of that one body, verse 4, one body. Uh, when it says, if your hand offend thee, cut it off. Remember that passage? If your foot offend thee, cut it off. Talking about the body, the body. Uh, and it's basically saying if part of the body, 
is doing harm to the rest of the body. For the good of the body, for the sake of the body, it should be removed from the body because no one is more important than it. It goes on, verse 15, Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, if, if thy brother does harm uh, to the body, uh, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. Uh, if he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. And so uh, he goes from the analogy of a body, the body, uh, and then he brings it into the church, a hand, a foot, uh, cut it off. Uh, if one part of the body doing harm to the rest of the body needs to be removed from the body. Uh, and then it talks about the members, if a brother, if a brother what you need to approach so that that, can, that relationship can be restored, that member of the body can still have a positive impact, positive function to that body. Uh, and understand, the goal's never amputation. The goal's always restoration. Uh, having a functioning part, uh, a functioning part of the body of Christ. Verse 16, but if he will not hear thee, then take with thee one or two more representatives of the body, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. It goes back to what's best for the body. What's best for the body. Uh, and understand, all decisions, any decisions that are made, uh, coming out of my law, uh, is always what's best for the church. 17. Uh, and if he neglect Matthew 18, we're still in Matthew 18, that analogy of the body. Hand, foot, hand, foot. Uh, and then thy brother. Uh, and then verse number 17. Uh, and if he shall neglect to hear them, tell it unto the church. But if he neglect to hear the church, let him be unto thee as a heathen or as a publican. Basically saying, if your right hand, part of the body, uh, is doing harm, a cancerous, uh, a pole, a, 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 a degrading of the rest of the body, for the good of the body, it needs to be removed from the body, not for amputation, but for restoration. Hey, with all of that in mind, look at the verse, uh, verse number 18 that's on the screens. Uh, and a lot of times, it's out of context, it's quoted out of context, uh, and so it's misconstrued. Uh, it's quoted, uh, the context is the body, the context is the church, uh, the context is uh, if one member of the body doing harm to the rest of the body, for the good of the body, uh, needs to be removed from the body. Uh, look at verse 18. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth, shall be bound in heaven. And this part uh, isn't so much saying uh, uh, we bind Satan or we bind this decision. Uh, okay, it's basically the term where the place is tight. But you walk in and just tense. It's, it's tight. They're, they're bound up. They're grieving. They're quenching the Holy Spirit of God. They're playing tight. They're playing tense, if you've ever heard that used in sports. Uh, but then look at it in contrast. And whatsoever ye shall loose, 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 they're loose before the game. Where they're playing loose, they're, they're playing well. They're not tense, they're not tight. Uh, they're playing loose, they're playing together. Uh, whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Look at it, 19. Uh, again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree, talking about church, harmony. If there's an agreement, uh, if there's a harmony uh, where two or more uh, agree uh, on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together, 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 we're all siblings of the same body, uh, all stones in the same facility, uh, we're all citizens of the same country, uh, gathered together in my name. There am I 
in the midst. And so is anyone following me so far? <laughs> we're lifting uh, the hood, we're looking uh, at the engine, and so for, for biblical motorheads, you're going to love this passage. Uh, if not, just try to follow along if you can. So number one, number one, the first amount in ministry is one body, one faith, one, one spirit, one, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one church. It's talking about our oneness. Uh, the second amount in ministry, write it down, is everyone. Everyone. Uh, verse 4, again, first number is one. Uh, the only numbers were, were, uh, uh, are important to us are the ones that are important to God. Verse 4, one body, one spirit, one, one hope, one, one, seven times one. But then look at verse number 7. But unto, say it with me, everyone, every single one of us. And so it goes from talking about the whole the oneness, that, that camaraderie, that, that teamwork, uh, that, that oneness in the church. Uh, and then it goes micro, from macro to micro. Uh, every single one is given grace uh, according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Uh, and it goes from our unity, oneness, to our diversity. Our diversity uh, basically talking about how every single one of us is gifted uh, and given a spiritual ability, uh, we do have giftings from God. Verse uh, 8 talks about uh, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive. He gave gifts, gave gifts. The giftings of the Holy Spirit uh, of God. Uh, all of us aren't a hand. All of us aren't a foot. All of us aren't an ear. Hey, we have a diversity uh, of giftings inside uh, 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 the body. Romans 12, 4. For as we have many members in one body... And all members have not the same office. So we being many are one, oneness, uh, one body in Christ, and uh, everyone members one of another, ha having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us. Grace, grace, tie back to uh, Ephesians chapter 4. Uh, the grace that's given to us, whether prophecy or ministry or exhortation or organization or, or, uh, or, or God's gifted all of us. Uh, all of us. You remember last week we talked about how it's unity, not unison. It's unity. Does anybody want to hear an encore to the song? Anyway, uh, it's unity. It's not unison. It's not about all of us plunking, plunking, plunking. I think we have it on the screens. Uh, plunking, plunking. Uh, the same note. Uh, it's unity. It's not unison. Everyone plunking the same note. Uh, but then also understand, uh, it's unity. Uh, we're all different. Uh, we all have different giftings. We, we all have different personalities. We, we all have different uh, 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 priorities and passions and experience. Uh, we're all different, uh, but uh, we have unity uh, in Christ. And it's unity, not unison. It's unity. It's not uniformity. Well, everyone should look like this, and everyone should dress like this, and uh, everyone should think like this, and, and everyone. No, God's never wanted that for his church. Well, I just feel that everyone should wear a suit and a tie to church. Then wear a suit and a tie to church, but don't oppress, don't push that uh, on other people. Uh, and, and when we get to the point where everyone looks to look like, needs to look like me and everyone needs to uh, act like me, then we're no longer a church. We're something other than. And so keep in mind our diversity. 
Strength. It's a strength. We have different giftings. We have different abilities. We have, we have uh, different uh, talents given to us by God. Uh, we have different uh, uh, ethnicities. We have different uh, nationalities. And, and, and listen, when we come together, uh, we have an incredible diversity. And, and at the same time, we have a divine unity. And so the first number, one, talking about our oneness, our unity. Uh, a second number is everyone, everyone uh, talking about our, our diversity, put down the amount number three, if you will. Uh, again, owner's manual in one hand, we're looking under the hood. Uh, on the other side, the engine, how it runs. Uh, number three, the third amount in ministry is some. Some. Uh, is some. Uh, and so uh, where he goes is from everyone having a gift, everyone important to the body of Christ, uh, everyone uh, having a different part, hand, foot, eye, ear, and now he's talking about some, and he isolates leaders and feeders. Leaders and feeders. Look at verse 11. And he gave some, some apostles, and some, and some prophets, and, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. He talks about four positions. It's not five. It's not some pastors and then some teachers. That's, that's one position, one position. In fact, put underneath that, uh, the positions, the positions. Uh, there's a whole lot more than this. Uh, leaders and feeders, there's Sunday school teachers that are that. There are uh, uh, life group uh, leaders that are that. There's uh, small group leaders that, that, that are that. But he lists four, now two of them, keep in mind, uh, apostles and prophets were for a limited time, were for that time. Uh, we already saw it in Ephesians chapter 2 where uh, the church is built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. It says nothing about evangelists and pastors, but the apostles and prophets, uh, it, it, all four of these are, are, are uh, positional people, gifted people that God uses to get his word through. Uh, the apostles and prophets, because there was no canonized Bible back then, God used them to speak clearly his word to us. But once the canonized Bible, uh, the all uh, in, in latter times, in times past, God spoke to us uh, by the prophets, but in these last days, he speaks to us by his son. Uh, that's a misquote of Hebrews chapter uh, 1, verse number 1. But anyway, uh, and, and so uh, his son, his son, the word of God, the word of God, and pastors, teachers, evangelists, yes, leaders, servants, but mainly feeders getting the word of God to his people. If you want to put down one that's not on your notes, not only the positions, we see those, but then also uh, the preaching, the preaching. Well, it's all about getting the word of God, the word of God, all about feeding the church of God. In fact, Acts chapter 20, verse number 28 says, take heed therefore unto yourselves to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God. Uh, obviously, apostles, prophets did it before the Bible was canonized, the Bible uh, in our hand. Apostles, prophets, and now uh, evangelists, pastors, teachers, pastors, teachers, uh, and Sunday school teachers, and life group members, but, but understand, we're to feed the church of God. With what? Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Uh, one of the reasons we're so intentional about teaching through books of the Bible is because that's how God prescribed it. Uh, we're looking at the owner's manual. The owner's manual, hey, we're leaders, we're feeders, we're feeders. Hey, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word uh, of God. Uh, and that's why it's next passage. 
That's why it's next passage uh, until we get through Ephesians and then we go to the next book, uh, the next book, and then, and then we go to the next book uh, until we've preached through the entire Bible one time, now almost done a, a second time. And we're going to go through a third. Why? Because we're to be feeders of the Word of God. That's where the life is. Uh, the, the, it's the spirit that quickeneth, the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I say unto you, they are spirit and they are life. In fact, that same passage, Acts 20, 27, says, I've not shunned to declare unto you the whole counsel of God. The whole counsel of God. Every word of God. Uh, every passage of God. Uh, and then back in verse number 20, he said, I kept back nothing that was profitable. I, I kept back nothing that was profitable uh, unto you, but have showed you and have taught you uh, all things that are profitable. Hey, hey, what's profitable? All Scripture is given by inspiration, all scripture given by inspiration of God, and is profitable. And so as leaders and feeders, as, uh, as pastors, we have a large pastoral staff, a lot of different uh, life groups. It's all about the Word of God, uh, all about the Word of God getting up. Uh, and, and that's why verse number 32 of Acts 20 says, it's the Word of His grace that's able to build us up. And so the position, some, the positions, he talks about leaders, feeders, uh, the, the preaching uh, needs to be about the Word of God, not the topic of today, not the emotions that, that I'm feeling on that, uh, that day. Uh, it, it's all about the Word of God. I, I have nothing more to say than what God has already said. My Word is not as important as His Word. Uh, and, and so for some that have been in a political or a topical uh, type of a church, it's different for them as we have a very intentional, calm, walking through the entire counsel of God. Uh, put down uh, letter B, the purpose. Here's the purpose. Again, lifting the hood, looking at the engine, the owner's manual in hand. Uh, look at a verse number 11. And he gave some leaders, feeders, leaders, feeders, servants, feeders. Verse 12, for the purpose of. For, verse 12, for the purpose of. Three layers to this. Number one, for the perfecting of the saints. For the perfecting of the saints. Uh, and the only thing that matures and perfects the saints is the Word of God. Uh, that's what perfects the saints. And by the way, that's what church is all about because he manifests his word through preaching. The church is the pillar and ground of the truth. And so uh, as we're getting out the Word of God for the perfecting of the saints, uh, how's that passage go again? Um, all, all scripture are given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, instruction, and righteousness, that the man of God, that the people of God may be perfect. It's the word of God that does that. It's the word of God. Those leaders, those feeders, as they're, they're sharing the word of God, uh, it's for the perfecting of the saints. The second layer, for, look at verse 12, for the purpose of the perfecting of the saints, for, there it is again, for the work of the ministry. And so the leaders, feeders, are pouring out the Word of God for the perfecting of the saints, for all of us to mature, for all of us uh, to be made perfect in Christ. Uh, but then all of the saints, including the leaders and the feeders, are for the work of the ministry. Notice the layers. Uh, for the perfecting of the saints, for the, the work of the ministry, all of us doing the position that God has, whether it's a hand or foot or eye or ear or pastor or, or uh, evangelist, 
But all of us, every one of us involved in the work of the ministry, look at it again, there's three layers. And so the leader's feeder is pouring out the word of God for the perfecting of the saints, and then all of the saints are for the work of the ministry, and then the work of the ministry is for, for the edifying of the body of, don't miss this. And so the pastor preaches, the teachers preach, the shepherds pour out the word of God, and sheep go where the food is. And it's for the perfecting of the saints, and then all the saints, all of us, are for the work of the ministry, and then the byproduct is for the growth, for the enlarging, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Listen, that's why growth has never been the goal. Growth is simply a byproduct of a healthy body. A healthy body that's well-fed, a, a healthy body that, where the, the, the shepherds are, are, are feeding, where, where the, the people, the saints are, all of us are, are ministering. It's a byproduct. It'll naturally, supernaturally, the church will spiritually grow in those three layers. The purpose is, hey, church growth is simple. Uh, when the pastors are doing what the pastors are supposed to be doing, uh, not ranting about a political issue or, or uh, being distracted over here by personal opinion, uh, but if the pastors are doing what the pastors are to be doing, and that's pouring out the Word of God, and then uh, all of the saints, all of the, the Christians, all of us are to be doing what we're to be doing, and that's the work of the ministry, the hand functions like a hand, foot functioning like a foot, ear uh, functioning like a, uh, an, an ear. Listen, the church will automatically... Uh, grow. A healthy body always does. Let me give you the last one, number four, quickly. Uh, first amount in the ministry is one, 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 seven times the oneness of the body. Uh, second amount in the ministry is everyone, talking about every single one, every single one uh, has been that, that, that are saved. If you're saved, you've been given a ability, a, a, a gifting from the Holy Spirit of God. Uh, and everyone, uh, that's from unity to diversity, and now some, some, Last, number four, number is all. Put it down, all. The last amount in the ministry is all. Uh, again, let's look at what God says, the numbers that he says, the owner's manual. Uh, he gives all of this, one, and then everyone, and then some, and now look at verse 13. Tell we all. Tell we all. Uh, the benefits to the body are for all of us. The benefits of a healthy body are for all of us, a well-fed flock and a serving, all of us serving in the ministry. Uh, uh, let me give you a few of the byproducts. Number one, there will be unity. Uh, when we do what the church is supposed to do, uh, there will be unity. We've talked about that. Look at verse 3. Uh, endeavoring to keep the oneness, unity of the Spirit. Now look at verse 13. Till we all come in the unity, the oneness of the faith. And so he bookends it. He says we're about to lift the, the, the hood to the engine. Uh, there, there needs to be unity. And then uh, when he, we look at the engine, look at all the details of that engine. Uh, and then he says, till we all come in the unity, the unity. And, and then number two, write it down. These are just supernatural byproducts of pastors doing what pastors and then all of us church members doing what church members should do. There will be unity. Number two, there will be maturity. There will be maturity. Look at verse 13 again. Till we all come, all, all of us come in the unity, unity, oneness of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man. And he bookends that also because of the, 
Last verse, didn't he say, uh, where to be preaching the word of God for the perfecting, for the perfecting, for the perfecting. And now, uh, until we come into the unity uh, unto a perfect man, and look at what the perfect man is, under the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Why, being a perfect, mature Christian is not about being taller or, or wearing this or looking like this, but it's having Christ magnified in our body. Uh, when people see the Lord Jesus Christ, and again, the word uh, uh, for the perfecting of the saints uh, until the man of God uh, be perfect, and now here uh, under a perfect man, there will be unity, there will be maturity. This is the benefits of a Bible church. This is the benefits of that engine running right. Uh, number three, write it down. There will be stability. There will be stability. Uh, look at verse number 14. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro, uh, just chasing after excitement and, and running after entertainment. Well, it's the Word of God. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine, uh, every new thing, uh, every uh, sleight of hand, uh, every, uh, by the sleight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lay in wait to deceive. Listen. Uh, when you're saturating with the Word of God, you're in a place that's, that's attempting to saturate with the Word of God, there will be stability. You'll be like a tree planted. You'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth her fruit in a season, whose leaf also shall not wither. And so there will be unity. There will be maturity. There will be stability. Uh, by the way, uh, I, I want to show you one verse on the screens, Amos chapter 8, that shows the opposite of this. Uh, not a place where it's expositional, next passage, next book of the Bible, preaching the whole counsel of God. That's where there's stability. But in Amos chapter 8, talks about a, a famine in the land, not a famine of bread nor a thirst of water, but of hearing the words, the words. We need to be giving out the words of God, all the words of God. Uh, but when there's not churches doing that, uh, there's a famine in the land uh, of hearing the words of the Lord, 12, uh, and they shall wander. Well, if they're not in a place where it's Bible-heavy, if they're not in a place where uh, the, the Word of God is just uh, rolling like waves over us in church and Sunday life groups and, and small groups, then, then they shall wander. Uh, they'll be like children tossed to and fro. Uh, they'll wander from sea to sea and from the north even to the east. Instability. They shall run uh, to and fro, to and fro. Instability to seek the, look at that one, word, singular, now, what they need are the words of God, but what they're seeking after is a topic, a topic, topically, a, a, a word, a word, singular, uh, of the Lord, uh, and shall not find it. Well, it's very intentional why we don't just emotionally, arbitrarily, topically preach on whatever. Uh, because that's not God's plan. God's plan is for the shepherd to feed the sheep and sheep go where the food is. Uh, and it's feeding with the whole counsel of God. Uh, the, uh, all, all that's profitable. And when we do that, there's stability. But when someone is just all about emotionally, topically, just the, the, the topic of the day, boy, there's instability. Number four, put it down. These are the benefits of all being a Bible, uh, believing a Bible, that engine running right. Uh, the benefits, unity, there'll be maturity, there'll be stability. There will be charity. Charity. Look at verse number 15. But speaking the truth in love. Speaking the truth in love. And if you're a Bible preacher, you're going to be gracious because it's the word of His grace 
the word of his grace that's able to build us up. Uh, someplace that's harsh and cutting all the time. Uh, if you leave church every Sunday feeling like you've been run over by a steamroller, you're probably in the wrong place. Because the word of God gives life. The word of God gives life. Gracious words. Put down number next. There will be authority. There will be authority. I'm talking about a healthy body. Uh, the benefits of having a healthy body. Uh, there will be authority, but it's not my authority. It's his authority. Look at 15. But speaking the truth in love, we may grow up into him in all things, which is, who is the head, the head of the body, even Christ. Uh, isn't the word of God our final authority? For all things that pertain unto life and practice, the word of God is that. And, and so, uh, the amount of the word of God that gets out uh, is the amount of authority that's unleashed from God. He's the author of the word. Author author authority and when you're giving the words of the author uh, author uh, he spake as one having authority uh, yeah but it wasn't because he was screaming at him it's because he is the author of the word of god uh, put down number next uh, there will be authority and he's that authority it's his word that we get out the bible is the final authority uh, and then lastly there will be reciprocity uh, members blessing members, church members encouraging church members, uh, bearing one another's burdens and praying one for another. Look at verse number 16. That we're about to close the hood, but we want to take a minute. Ephesians is all about the church, all about the church. We lifted the hood. We're looking in. 16. From whom the whole body fitly joined together, the hand, the foot, the hand, the foot, uh, and compacted by that which every joint supplieth, the hand blessing the foot, the foot blessing the hand, uh, according to the effectual working and the measure of every part, the hand, the foot, the eye, the ear, maketh increase of the body uh, unto the edifying of itself in love. Well, you talk about a healthy church. Boy, right there. Members blessing members, members calling members, members praying for members, members stopping by and visiting members. Boy, that's the reciprocity that a healthy church has. And by the way, he describes it again in chapter number 5 when he says, Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but, it's, that, but that it should be holy and without blemish. This is kind of the horse I rode in on 23 years ago. Um, and for the last 23 years that we've been here, boy, my push, my priority. Ephesians was the first book of the Bible in 1997 that I taught through. Next passage, next passage, next verse, next chapter. Uh, and it is the horse that I rode in on. Uh, and that's what my goal is, as long as I'm a part, uh, making Rosedale Baptist Church to be a biblically-based, scripturally soaked church that's dripping with the word of god where our hallway conversations are the word the word the word of god uh, where uh, our sunday school classes is all about the word uh, of god because that's what makes it a healthy church and that is today's message we invite you to tune in next time with scott tool as he presents another message from rosedale baptist church 
For more information about today's presentation or about the ministries of Rosedale Baptist Church, go online to rosedalebaptist.org. That's rosedalebaptist.org. Join us again next time as we study the Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse.